Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you're having a great week as we lead up to Christmas. It's an awesome time of the year. Of course, we've got your listener questions here with Ricky, Pam, and Scott joining me. We're all four here today, and we get some great questions about going down during the Princess Half Marathon weekend. And we have a guest who's looking to kick off their vacation on the day of the actual half marathon with a character breakfast, either at Topolino's or over at Cape May Cafe. So we talk about the positives and negatives for each. Ricky actually throws in a wild card reservation that might work out well there. We also have a listener who's headed down to do a, what I call hashtag last splash trip and combine that with festival of the arts in January, staying over at the all-stars for the first time. So what can he expect? And how can he best use his two days in the theme parks over there? We have a guest that's coming down from Canada to escape the bitter cold. Hopefully it'll be a little bit uh, warmer when they get there. And they want to experience the monorail and the Skyliner, even though they're staying at Riverside. So we give a plan of attack, how to get those things in and enjoy the day there, as well as enjoying the Sasagula River while you're at Riverside. These and many other questions coming your way on today's show. Of course, don't forget our shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you do your busy holiday shopping and into the new year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast who make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you, and our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode number 2,210 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. And we hope you have not phoned it in this week at work. We were having that conversation before we hit the record button that a lot of folks at this point, you know, if you reach out to them, they'll just say, hey, let's circle back in the new year. Don't circle back with us. Hang out with us. We're going to get you through the polar vortex, which is coming our way here in the in most of the United States this week. It's cold, but this podcast is hot. We're going to have a good time answering your listener questions. And on top of that, we're not phoning it in because... You're not getting three podcasters today. You're getting the Fantastic Four. We're all four here to answer your listener questions and having a great time doing so. So joining me today from themouseforless.com. I almost said a DisneyWorldAfterAll.com. Man, it is been a day. It's crazy. <laughs> my back in time. No doubt. I mean, I still own a DisneyWorldAfterAll.com, but I mean, I haven't written on it in a very long time. So. And, she's, and she's bringing it back in 2023. So check no, it out here. And just she needs one more thing to do in the new year. We have yeah, Ricky. Just, she's she's just having a kid, you know, in 2023. So yeah, there's, there's nothing that's, you know, major happening in her life at all. Right. Yeah. That's, you know, it's, uh, I learned when we had Mallory, like the best time to, um, you know, to, to you, you double down when you have a baby, yeah. like, you know, it's starting yeah, projects you, like, you know, Mallory, two months old, we started a podcast. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, I'd like a little bit of time before I start on a new project. Uh, I'd like to finish this project yeah, first. Finish I'm out. still, I mean, cooking. I'm still cooking this one. There you go. Uh, but uh, you know, I'd like so let's let's finish this one first, and then I can maybe think about other ideas. <laughs> Sounds good. So we are uh, you know a few days away from Christmas. Christmas shopping done. Uh, everything because I mean you know you're probably yeah. a little bit slower this year. I'd imagine maybe just a tad. I don't know. I move a little slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Walking through the stores, I'm in the cart because you know partially it's to help keep myself moving and also it's you know because i have a lot of things to put in it but yeah uh i think i'm done i have to do some baking a little bit for my co-workers uh but that should be done by the time this comes out so uh yeah but other than that i think i'm done question mark now nothing is wrapped keep in mind uh it all has to still be all still has to be wrapped and everything but uh, the shopping part is done? Question mark. There's one person I'm not entirely sure that I'm done with, but 
I feel like at this point I'm probably done. So two tips. One, just have your presence ready for the BR guest podcast Christmas Eve exchange, which yes. is going to be on the, the feed on Friday, you know, so people can take it with them where they travel all around, you know, to grandma's house uh, for, for their festivities, but gift bags, you know, this, I, this yeah. is a year where you could get away with it. Nobody would say anything. You know what? Take advantage. Gift bags. It's true. It's true. But uh, you know, there's something about actually like unwrapping. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, it's yeah. the cheap way. I hate gift bags. Like, no, you're, you're totally robbing the joy from whoever you're giving the present to. But I mean, they'll probably understand this year. It's, yeah, it's yeah. 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 No, I, I think I, I still have time to wrap the presents. So we should be all right. But you know, I don't, I mean, I got, I got to wrap. I mean, I go to, you know, I go to the dollar store, I buy the cheap dollar wrapping paper right. and yep. just go to town that way. So it's not like I'm spending a fortune on wrapping paper. It's just the time that I have to spend in actually wrapping the presents. So it's not so bad. We're both from St. Louis, uh, you know, home of the best wrappers, like Nelly. That, like Nelly, exactly. exactly. Don't forget how, Chingy. You gotta add Chingy. Chingy dude, there. I was in front yeah. of Chingy to get him one of my iPhones at West <laughs> County Mall. Remember, tried to buy his way in front of me. I said, no way. I don't care. Yep. Said so you're a rapper. I'm a podcaster. We're on even square. We're anyway, we're let's yeah. get uh, the rest of the team in, in, introduced here so we can have some fun. Joining us from up in the mitten, where I'm sure it's going to be crazy cold this week as well. Scotty G, what's up, Scott? Hey, Mike. So you're not a fan of gift bags, but what are your thoughts on pillowcases mm. as as wrapping? Dude, mm. I've never heard of that. I mean, the only thing I know of you never heard, okay. So I, that's I, my I, brother's. That's what my brother does. My no. brother just grabs a pillowcase and puts something in it and hands it to you. That's nice. Is it a new pillowcase or? Unfortunately, they're not new. In pillowcases. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, they're, they're clean. The question yeah. is, does he ask? Does he ask for them back? Oh yeah. Always. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. So, and, and the other question is, did, did he use them for Halloween to go trick or treating? I mean, that's the only thing I've, I've yeah. heard him use for. Like, that's that's so, insane. I, I mean, it was an old Bob Gardner trademark. Not so much anymore as he's gotten older. But when we were kids, you know, that's how he would wrap my presents. He would wow. put them in pillowcases. So. All right. Yeah. Dude, that's genius, but, uh, though, actually. I, I mean, that's great. Dude, he's the original green rapper. Like, that's, I mean, dude, <laughs> right. he, he's a friend of the environment for sure. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so don't do that either. Uh, don't 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 use the pillowcase. But, uh, yeah, happy to be here um, on Christmas week. It's always exciting. You know, we're talking about things that are usually a little bit slower in the office. But what's weird with my company is, like, you got year end deadlines and then people take time off and then like, then it just creates a bunch of headache and you call the perfectly Mike. Oh yeah. We'll just come back to you at the, at, yeah. the, at next year. And then that's when I'm normally at marathon weekend. And then the next weekend <laughs> is Martin Luther King. So this, these things don't get done till Valentine's that's Day. True. That's true. That's a good point. So. Got it. But yeah, year happy end to be here. It's gets be... pushed back. Yeah. Yes. Year end always gets pushed back. We'll talk to you. Spring but uh, yeah, happy to be here with the three of you. It's pretty awesome. A rare occurrence. And yeah, it's going to be a cold week and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And Kate in the live chat said we had pillowcases instead of stockings when we were kids. So maybe you're all you're, right. There you wow. go. Just like it is, is Bob was giving extra large stockings. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Also joining us, we have the coder of the magic for less travel, Pam Forrester out Pennsylvania way. Happy uh, Wednesday, Pam. Merry Christmas. What's going on? Merry Christmas. So I have a few comments. First of all, bags are always acceptable okay. in my world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Always, always, always. Um, and I remember we had a relative that would wrap in like the comics, like, you know what I mean? Newspaper mm -hmm. comics. Yep that we would get that but if never heard of the pillowcase thing which is interesting it's interesting <laughs> it's unique i will give like i will give if you unique. ever met my brother pam um you would you would put those two together put them together yes yeah. i have heard about your brother yeah. so yes i know like i can picture this almost really um and yeah uh, interesting i we're doing like rapping and i swear to god why is wrapping presents like the hardest on your back of any oh activity gosh, yes! in the world? <laughs> like what happens? Is it the position you're in or whatnot? But anyways, I don't yeah. know, but I absolutely agree with you. It's because you're sitting on the floor usually to do it. Right. Yes, and yes. I guess because you don't sit on the floor that often Maybe. and for that long, but yes, I'm with you. My back is always killing me like halfway through. And I'm like, Oh, this hurts. That was that was before the pregnancy. So, you know, I'm sure with the extra weight this time, it's going to be even worse. 
This is why you have daughters, because I haven't wrapped a present in the last uh, 10 years. There you go. <laughs> you, uh, and also, most of the shopping, you just give the credit card. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're, you're, I used to do that for my dad when, when I was uh, <laughs> exactly right. uh, shopping I mean, for him, for my yeah. mom, yeah. I have yeah. some ideas, and you know, I give a little guidance, but I do, you you do not want to see anything I've wrapped. It's it's horrible. Anyway, so let's get to the so first my team this year. Like, we always like adopt a family like at work, you know, that, that needs help. So nice. I always kind of coordinate that. And we had like a system this year where like, at, like it was like a assembly line where everyone had like a piece, a part of the wrapping process. And we're all like standing up like around ah, this big table and that worked out really good. So I know it's kind of hard oh, to do nice. with your wrapping gifts within your own family, but if it's for yeah. like right. the first two, that's not a bad idea to do the assembly line. I like well, too, and idea. people you could fire, right? People whose like uh, paycheck was depending on it. Like that yeah, there's a little incentive true, exactly. to do a better job, right? Around here, nobody cares. <laughs> so it's wrong. Like I can't fire my family. Anyway, first question today is coming from Megan. It says February trip question. Hey, Mike and the BOGP crew. We're taking our first trip to Walt Disney World with my five-year-old daughter, husband, and my parents in late February. We're arriving on property on the day of the Disney Princess Half Marathon. We'll fly in the day before, so we'll be close by and want to take advantage of our first day without going into the parks. My daughter seems most excited to meet Minnie, so I'm eyeing a character breakfast at Topolino's or Cape May as a great way to kick off the trip. However, I'm wondering if we should avoid the area, particularly Cape May, even though it seems easier to get reservations for since it's near the finish line at Epcot. I don't really know what to expect crowd-wise, but know there will be road closures. If we do eat at Riviera or Beach Club, I think we'd like to hop on the Skyliner and explore a bit. Is this to be avoided after the half marathon? Should we catch a bus from Disney Springs with the road closures or try to drive to the resort in our rental car? Or should we just focus on Disney Springs and our own resort on this day instead? We'll be checking into the Wilderness Lodge. Thanks so much for your help. I have not missed a podcast episode since I started planning our trip and really appreciate all the insight and your fun nature. Thanks, Megan. Well, Megan, you're going to have a great trip, first of all. This sounds awesome, and I love the way you're easing in with a character meal. Your daughter loves Minnie. If it was up to me, I'd probably go Topolino's. Now, we have a lot of us here today, so I'm going to throw this one to Pam first. What would you say, Pam? I mean, as far as the character breakfast, would you go Topolino's or Cape May? Then maybe Scott and I could talk logistics because of the races. We'll be down there. So I prefer Topolino's over Cape May. Um, since it came on the scene, it is by far my favorite character breakfast meal. Um, I think just for the choices in terms of those, I think the choices are better. Maybe more unique is a better way to look at it. The choices are more unique. Um, it's, they're not things that you're going to get at every other buffet. Right. I love the setting. I think that it's always great to check out Riviera because I think that it's a fantastic resort and you never know when you're going to be checking out your next Disney resort. So love that. Love the views from Topolino's. Make sure that you go out and check that out. You can usually go out and, and walk out on the balcony area there and you can see so far you'll be able to see Spaceship Earth and other parts of Epcot. So check that out. That would be my choice. And I think the characters are just so fun there. They're in different outfits. They're in their Riviera outfits. Really? Um, and that's a really cool thing too. So, yeah. so Ricky, do you agree? Do you, do you agree? I, mean, I, I think the Riviera is going to be the place to go because it's going to be, I, and I would be able oh, to, yeah. I, I would drive to the Riviera eat there, hop on the Skyliner and explore because there's no reason not to get on this with the half marathon will have no effect on the Skyliner. Like you'll be able right. to get on that. You can go down to pop century art of animation, jump off at Caribbean beach. You could get over to Epcot go around the boardwalk area. Check that out. Beach yacht boardwalk. Yeah. I mean, it's a great way to ease into your vacation. I'd spend a lot of time on the boardwalk, but between those two meals, Ricky, I mean, are we all to, I would go Topolino's too. Only, the only issues I can find. One, it's extremely difficult to get Topolinos. I mean, extremely. Uh, because it's such a good character meal and because it's such a good meal in general, people know about it and they want to go there. So um, it's a very, very hard reservation to get. I will admit, you have to be on it at the 60-day mark. Um, and even then, like, I know a lot of people get sold out there. So it may be a really difficult reservation to get. I mean, I... 
I, even the day before, you know, because I'm the queen of like looking the night before to see if there's any reservations that's available for breakfast in the morning, it hardly ever pops up for me in the next morning, you know, for the next morning even. So it's going to be a really hard reservation to get. That being said, Cape May is, uh, you know, is a great choice. Um, however, I think because of the, you know, half marathon that morning, you're going to run into some issues potentially at either at both res uh, resorts, to be honest, with parking, um, because they probably are going to watch people on the Skyliner, you know, the, but you're going to have to make sure you have a reservation for wherever you are dining at, you know, whichever resort you're going to dine at, because they will turn you away um, just because of how busy it's going to be uh, that that day for, you know, everybody. Uh, so that's something to consider, which makes me actually kind of want to suggest another option just because I know it's going to be super busy at both of those resorts uh, in general. And I'm going to actually make a suggestion of, I know it's not a character meal and I know you really want to get things started off right with a character meal, but I'm going to actually suggest Whispering Canyon Cafe. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's like, it's so, so much fun to eat there. Uh, you know, the, the, the cast members usually have a great time with uh, guests, uh, the more you play up, the more they play up, because then they know, like, you know, hey, these people are here to have fun, uh, these people are here to enjoy the experience, that kind of thing. So, I might suggest going, because you're already going to be going there anyway, because that's where you're staying, I might suggest that as an option to consider, just because you won't have to deal with the crowds that much of the, the marathon, you know, the half marathon um, weekend. Uh, but either of the other two, you're definitely going to like, it's, it's going to be a lot more difficult. I'm just going to throw that out there. Not impossible, just more difficult. So. All right. So yeah. Scott, real quick though, on this, just to kind of wrap it, we'll both be there for princess half marathon weekend. I'm just saying beach club is the, the race goes through there. So that's going to be a little more congested, but driving, if you, assuming you have an ADR, you should be able to get parking there because with an ADR, you're going to get through security. But what is it like? Because you always have a car. Is it impossible? Yeah, I mean, I'm usually not driving during the during the race, but right. shortly after that. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I mean, that'd, yeah, be, a that'd be easier. That'd be a fast race, wouldn't it? At that point, yeah. yeah. But uh, I still like going to Riviera at Tobolinos. I mean, I know it's a hard to get ADR. I mean, and plan for something, you know, at 60 days. But as Ricky was saying, kind of look, you know, as you get closer, like. I know she's been unlucky. I've been extremely lucky getting Topolinos the night before. It's just the ah, Scotty G great. magic. You're you there know? all the time, man. You got like a standing I, reservation. I, I do. They, I'm they do have, yeah. Yeah. I love Topolinos. So, yeah. But because I think that's going to be the one of the easier resorts to get to. Because if I'm thinking about the course, Mike, we don't go down Buena Vista Drive like in that area during the race, I don't think. So that area is kind of like wide open, I would say. So that would be like pretty, pretty easy to get to, I, I would think. Now with. With uh, Whispering Canyon, like I know you go by like the, like the, on that roadway, like the, I'm trying to think of the name. I can't even think of the, ro the road now, like where you would turn on the Polynesian and all that, yeah. like going towards the contemporary. So there might be some congestion with road issues there if you're super early. That's the thing. So like once it's like 7 a.m., like that area should be cleaned out. Yep. So you should be fine to go to your resort and like check in. Because I kind of like what Ricky's saying, like you can check into your resort, you know, have a nice little breakfast there good way to kick off the trip like get your bags held with like bell services things like that so topolinos are what ricky's suggestions where i would land all right next question is from uh, christopher chabot he says all right it's official with splash mountains last day now confirmed i'll be taking a solo trip to get my last licks in this will be a trip of first as well as uh as first a uh, trip of first as well booked all-star movies first time on an AP discount from January 19th to the 22nd. And it'll be my first time at Festival of the Arts with a late night flight Thursday and an early morning flight home. I'll only get two full days in. Day one is Magic Kingdom and I'll probably hop to Epcot. But where should I hang my hat for day two? Any can't miss items for Festival of the Arts? Any pointers on what to expect at all-star movies? I've heard shared bus nightmares, but would appreciate any pointers. Thanks in advance and happy holidays to you all. Yes, I've worked with Chris on this, so he's excited to get down there. One last ride on Splash Mountain. And I like that, though, because you get those two experiences. Festival of the Arts, Last Splash. I guess you could call it hashtag Last yeah, Splash. And, uh, you know, you know, just make a weekend out of it, which is what Chris is doing. I think it's great. I have this thing. 
I was following somebody on Twitter today, and they posted, they were checking out of All-Star Music, and they posted a picture as they were leaving of the, the, the Calypso buildings, right? I love the aesthetics of the, of the All-Stars. There's something about them that just screams Disney vacation. I, like, I could feel the picture. They're fun. And you know what? I don't think there's bus nightmares, and especially that time of year, I think you're going to be fine. I mean, it might take a little bit of time, but it's not going to be like 4th of July crazy. It, you're going to be fine. You, don't stress about the buses. They're going to be what they are. And you're only going to be there two days. I think you're going to be there for 10. And I think, you're, you know, don't worry about the buses. They're not as bad as you might think. Now, Ricky, let's talk theme parks. He's got his day planned for the first day, obviously, Magic Kingdom, maybe hopping to Epcot. Mm-hmm. But, like, what should he do with day two? And what about Festival of the Arts from previous festivals or what we know so far for 23? What should he not miss? Yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm going to suggest maybe hitting up uh, Hollywood Studios as your day two. Um, But I am such a fan of Festival of the Arts that, you know, I really could spend, like, you know, a day and a half at the Festival of the Arts and be perfectly happy. So it just depends on how much of it you want to take in. So the Festival of the Arts is my favorite festival overall, though. Uh, the food booths are bar none. Some of my favorite food booths that Disney does. Uh, they take their time and really, they really are works of art, what they do with them. Uh, and they are so delicious, too. Like, and I mean, I almost everything that I eat at the festival is just fantastic so um i i'm really and you've got such great art artwork going on uh that you know all around you uh you know you've got the you know the wall that you can paint on you, there's just there's a lot of things that you can do at the festival of the arts that i absolutely adore uh you know if you want to see the the you know the broadway show you know that takes place at the america gardens theater you know that's a great um experience too. see you know actual broadway singers um perform disney songs uh, that's great as well. So I don't think you can go wrong with the Festival of the Arts. It is, like I said, it is one of my favorite festivals. And I love to be able to sneak down there and get down there before, because it is it is seriously my favorite festival that, that Disney does. So I just, I'll be, you know, eight months pregnant. So I'm thinking that's probably going to happen for me. Probably not this year, but maybe next year. I mean, you got something maybe to look forward year, to. Yeah. So now, Scott, let me ask you about the All-Stars, you know, especially the All-Stars, but I mean, the values in general. I mean, they're, He's worried about it, but I think he's going to have really, I think the quick weekend trip for a first time at the all-stars, great idea, especially solo trip. Like you're saving money. You got a great deal on his AP offer and they're they're just fun. It's great for what he's doing. Yeah, I agree. Excuse me. I don't do the all-stars very often, but um, I just did with our, with our buddy, Georgia, him and I just like hung out for a weekend at the all-stars. And I tell you, it was perfect. You know, like we were hanging out at the resort so much, you know, where we were, we were hanging out at Epcot which is where I think I agree with Ricky. That's where Christian spent his second day. Like you got yeah. Festival of the Arts. If you want to get like a Guardian, I, I'm assuming that you would like Guardians if you like Splash Mountain, maybe a little thrill to both. So try to get a second chance at riding Guardians through the through the virtual boarding queue and just hang out and enjoy the festival. Epcot is like the coolest solo park, I think, because you can just like wander around, you know, hit some of the food booths and just really dive into World Showcase. So Epcot all the way for me for your second day. I agree with that, Pam. Any other thoughts for Chris on this quick weekend? Yeah, I was just immediately when you read the question, I was thinking if you want to do Guardians of the Galaxy, you're going to want to be there when Epcot opens, if that's something that's important to you. Um, And there's so much to do at Festival of the Arts. The only other one I would consider is really Hollywood Studios, I think, um, because you get to do Rise and there's other fun stuff there to do. But then I would hop back to Epcot yeah, that I know, night, right? I will say. The only the other reason um, I think Hollywood Studios is a good choice, too, is because of Fantasmic and it's just recently come back. So uh, that's an option as well. But I, I think we're all pretty solid in the Epcot camp here. We all love Epcot. There's just something about it. Um, I, I could just spend a day at Epcot not doing anything other than walking around Epcot. And that's a Which really I've done good day. A lot yeah. because of being pregnant. And like, it's a great day. I mean, we have so much fun. So especially yeah. that time of year, like in early, yeah. like mid January, oh, yeah. like it's really comfortable, most likely. Yeah. Like, yep. I mean, I've been there in the middle of the summer where I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm going to go back to the boardwalk <laughs> and swim for a little bit. But like <laughs> yeah. in, in mid January, you can like the climate is usually relatively really nice. That That's a great time to be at Epcot. 
You just don't want to over, you know, over plan. Just go down and you got your goals, Festival of the Arts, Splash Mountain, you know, do some other stuff at Magic Kingdom, mm -hmm. do the stuff at Epcot, boom, call it a weekend. Yeah. Don't try to run around everywhere. That, that defeats purpose. Okay, Emily is actually in our live chat with us, and she sent me some feedback a couple of days ago about, and this isn't going to, you know, we're getting to the end of the holiday season down at Epcot, uh, down Walt Disney World in general. But she went to the Regal Eagle and did the walk-up candlelight processional dining package, and she gave some feedback. So this would be good for folks that might be doing this next year, just so, you know, if things go the same way. She said, just wanted to follow up about my experience with the same-day dining package to be able to help any other guests. We went on December 10th, the first night of Josh Gad, and did the Regal Eagle package. We made our way to the Regal Eagle in the morning to see how to get the package. I say that we were there around 9.45-ish, and there were four people in line, so we decided to join since my mom really wanted to go to the show. It was around 11.15-ish, and someone came out, and they said they had very, very limited tickets. It ended up they only had 17 tickets. So it sounds like it's not like they have a set amount of tickets. They just have what's left over from the other dining packages from the amount of people that made the ADRs. It was really just luck of the draw. We were lucky the four people in front of us was just a family of three and three single tickets. The one thing we did not know when we would eat. They walked us into the restaurant at opening at 1145 and we had to order our food, an entree, drink and dessert right then for lunch and eat then. All worked out for us. We got to decide between the two shows, which we did not care. We just wanted a seat. We ended up with the fifth row of the show. We have seen the show many times before from the seats in the back or from standing room, but it was so fun to see the musicians up close and Josh Gad was an added bonus. Hope this helps someone else. Thanks again for help with the trip. And uh, that was Emily's feedback. So Pam, I mean, th this was a new option that Disney had you know, is, is added the walk up candlelight processional dining package. I think it was also available as I believe at, um, uh, spice road table, uh, right. Yes. Is yes. an option. Uh, so it, I, mean, I think, I it, was think it was, I know it was for eat to the beat. I, I don't remember if it was for this, this one. So, so, I mean, I, you know, I think it's something they were experimenting with, right. To just kind of maximize that every possibility of ADRs get filled up for these candlelight processional shows. But I mean, you know, 17 tickets, you know, not a lot, but hey, I mean, it worked out for Emily and the people. This one, you know, like a minuscule percentage of guests are even going to know this available. But for if sure. you're in the know, you know, right? So, I mean, it sounds like it worked out well. I agree. And I think it's a great option for people um, maybe who aren't sure that they're going to be there or weren't able to get one of the candlelight processional packages. I know that people do line up and do get in for candlelight processional each night. I will tell you. Um, at that time of year, based on weather and about a million other factors, that is the last thing I want to do when I'm at Epcot. I I'm just telling you, you see people starting to line up in the morning, in the yes. late morning. And I'm, like, it's, I guess it's different if you're local, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm going to tell you, even if I was local, I can't see myself doing this. I will pay for the package every time. I just will. I think it's worth it. Even the dessert package, which I spoke about at Magic Kingdom not that long ago, I really don't even enjoy any of the desserts just because I'm not like a big dessert person. But it's still one of my favorite things that we do I'm, because I love it. And I'm like doing the convenience thing and the not waiting in line thing. There's so. be, I mean, you know, time is worth money. You know, your time. Yeah. I mean, Vacation time's worth quadruple yeah, regular I mean, time right so. now my time not worth very much sitting here doing a podcast <laughs> but i'm at walt disney world man time goes so fast and it's so valuable because you look forward to it for months and then all of a sudden it's gone yep. so you want to make sure you yep. get what you're looking for yeah and, and you're, you're in for a penny you're in for a pound as that's they a good say point. right you've already spent a base amount to even be there the extra amount yeah it's just it doesn't amount to that much well, when you were down there, Scott, you texted me and you were like the line for candlelight processional. Didn't you say it was like back to almost like, yeah, it was the, it was the first night, um, like over Thanksgiving weekend. Like it was like, it was back to like France in yeah. one direction, which I think are the dining plans, which yeah. is even crazier right. to think like they were that right. Far back. And yeah. then in the other direction, they're like back to Mexico. Just <laughs> like, what is happening? What's like, happening? Yeah. Back in my day, yeah. we called that uh, hands across America. But you, you know, know what? <laughs> so I was, not to go off topic. I mean, it's kind of on topic. But I said I was talking to Elizabeth about this the other day. Just like 
you talk about the value of your theme park, you know, like the theme park prices are pretty, pretty high, right? You know, but like, I think there's so much value and so much worth, especially at Epcot, because you think about all like the candlelight procession, well, let's build into your theme park ticket. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you think about all these like great artists, like over like each of the beat or whatever. Like I saw Boys the Men over Wine yes. Dine. Like I didn't have to pay extra for that. That was already built into my ticket. There's like, and if that happened in town, like we're paying like what, $40, $50 a person to for go sure. see that. Like there's just so much when i think about like ticket prices like yeah like it, it stinks it hurts a little bit but i think there's so much value in what you get and i'm thinking about epcot especially during this time of year and uh, during all the festivals there's so much extra stuff that's happening that makes it so so much worth it and this is totally off topic but i saw the greatest thing ever on twitter just a couple days ago because this is by bowl season's awesome i sent it to wade and, and scott it was it was a entrance of a bowl game i think it was the jackson state bowl game and Mickey, so their band is walking into the stadium, right? They're marching band with their drum majors. They're coming in to Belle Biv DeVoe, Poison. Nice. Okay, so, but so the two drum majors are coming in, you know, high-stepping with their batons. Dude, Mickey Mouse is right in there with them, high-stepping in. It's like a 13-second clip. I watched it probably... 79 times until Pam was like, why do you keep watching that? I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever on the internet. Mickey Mouse is high-stepping to Belle Biv DeVoe into a bowl game. I was like, this is what life is about. And it wasn't like a New York Times Mickey Mouse. I mean, no. this was like the mouse. This was because this was, this ah. was, the game, I think, was in Orlando. I mean, I, yeah. yeah, dude, he was marching in his uniform. Oh, my God, it was awesome. That's why I love bowl season. Anyway, Chad's got a question here in the live chat or a follow-up. He says, uh, follow up to a question I previously asked. I had asked, could you go down Main Street when you enter for one of the Christmas parties instead of on that side path? Again, Chad was bothered by this. And when he I remember he, that question yeah, coming up yeah. when, he was, show, yeah. when he was bothered about this, I kind of got bothered about this because when you go to a Christmas party, you should be able to go down Main Street to start, but you go down that side entrance to get your goodies. You do this for the Halloween party too. Um, he said when we entered the Magic Kingdom, I asked the cast members redirecting us to the side path, and they said, no problem. They let you go down. Uh, they let you go back later and take the side path to get your ornament. You just have to go back through before 7 p.m. Thanks for all your help and great tips. We had another great trip. So, Ricky, I mean, it, I understand the logistics, right? They're trying to get people funneled here for the party, there for day guests, and trying to get people out, you know. Yeah. I get it. You got to have, like, you know, it's probably like a big flow chart, how people need to get, come and go. But, but, I mean, this is just me, and I think Chad and I are thinking the same way, right? It's the the, the overall experience. Like, right. you're walking into the Christmas party. Like, you don't want to go down the alley. You want to go down... Main Street USA with all the decorations to get it started. Yeah. Not, you know what? But I'd have never thought about this if Chad wouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> so I'm glad the to hear it's kind of fun, though. I mean, it's kind of like decorated and stuff. Yeah. So and it's more wide open. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a way to do right. it. And I'm glad you know. And lesson of this: it never hurts to ask. True. Right. I mean, you might right. get the answer you're looking for. You might get no. But I mean, if you get no, you're you're no worse off than you were in the first place. That's true. That's true. I mean, when I was a teacher, you got no a lot in my classroom. You know, we gonna go outside today? <laughs> yeah. No, it's too cold. But you know, anyway. All right, got a question here from Renee. It says Christmas trip. Hey, Mike, love the podcast. Found it after I booked my trip on uh, for August this Christmas, and have been listening ever since. My name is Renee, and for, I'm from Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. It's currently negative 12 degrees Celsius, oh. so 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my! And we can't wait to be in Disney World for Christmas and enjoy the well, heat. It's not going to be much warmer. I'm just yeah, I'm sorry. letting you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be warmer yeah. than 10 degrees. It's all relative. But yeah, it's definitely not going to be a warm Christmas this year. So you can blame that on my Mizzou Tigers. We're playing in Tampa on December 23rd. And I got mean, it. it's just the life of a Mizzou fan. Like when we got announced, hey, we're going to Tampa for our bowl game. We're like. Yeah, 80 degrees. We're going to a place where we can wear shorts. Nope, bring your coats. It's going to be cold on December 23rd in Tampa. Anyway, she says, uh, we'll be at Disney World this Christmas from December 21st until the 28th. We're staying at Port Orleans Riverside, and I really want to ride the monorail and the Skyliner and would like your best plan to do so as my resort has neither. We'll have an off day on December 24th, if that helps at all. Thanks for any ideas and your time, Renee. P.S. I was going to call in to your call-in show, but not sure 
uh, if you just take calls or they have to be planned. Take care. Renee, call in any time to the call-in shows. It's Scott and I, we love calls. I mean, we just be ready to talk anything, though. You're it's Canada. not scripted by any means. Nope. No plans. We could be talking <laughs> hockey, football. We'll talk anything you want to talk about, but do call any. We're taking three weeks off on the Sunday Night Live shows because of Christmas, New Year's, and Marathon. But in the new year, we want to talk to you about your trip. So give us a call on Sunday night. Anyway, staying at Riverside, for one thing, let me just throw in. First of all, I love that you're a transportation hound. You want to do the Skyliner, want to do the monorail. I just got to throw this in. Take the boat to Disney Springs. It's one of the best experiences on property. Don't, sure. don't, don't skip this. I'm telling you, when you ride it, you're going to say, oh, that was cool. Because you get to go past golf courses. You're going to go past the tree houses in that like big you know, panoramic view, especially at night. When you go into Disney Springs, you can't beat it. So take the boat to Disney Springs. We're going to add that. But let me ask Mike, you this. You should just complete your answer right now because you're halfway there. Well, I'm just wondering because that, was that wasn't brought up, but I just want to throw that in. So, Scott, go ahead. They want to ride. Well, that's going to be my answer. So you on your off day, you take the boat. But that is actually the best mode of transportation, in my opinion. I love riding on the Sasagula River. Then you take it to Disney Springs, and then you take a bus to one of those resorts. That's so true. You get, and then, so you're getting all the transportation. You're getting the boat. You take the bus over to, say, like the Riviera. Then you hop on the Skyliner from there. And then you do all that fun stuff. And maybe take the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios and take a bus over to the Contemporary. And then you do the monorail. I think you just make it a day of transportation. That works. I mean, Pam, can you think of anything else? Like as far as, I like the idea of going to Disney Springs, catching a bus to a Skyliner resort. Skyliner, you know, ride the Skyliner until you're pooped out. But then, you know, getting over to the monorail. How do you do that? Just take it on um, the bus? Well, so um, that's I th the easiest way when you're going to resort to resort transportation is always going to be take whatever transportation you can to the nearest theme park and then take that transportation to a different resort. That's the easiest way to do it because there is really no transportation resort to resort except for the monorail, which will take you if you're on the monorail loop, will take you to all of those things. So um, after you ride the Skyliner, the other thing you can do is take the bus at the resort where you get off there, go to the Magic Kingdom, and um, you'll have access to the monorail there too. And they're all good rides, I, I think. I love riding the monorail because then you get to stop at each of the resorts and check them out. So um, yeah, especially at Christmas, especially at Christmas time. Like I would get yeah. off at each resort and like just explore. You know, like I yes, I just so did a day of that great. last month. Yeah, well, it's so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. And just one other thing you might want to consider is to take the take the monorail from the TTC to Epcot. Because that's the, that's the monorail ride. I mean, the, the, the one around Seven Seas Lagoon is awesome, too, because you get to stop at the resorts. But you get, I mean, right now, Future World, or, you know, whatever they're going to call, you know, the, the, the neighborhoods. I still, I'm going to call it Future World until we have like I a know. ceremony or something, because I'm just old. It's just like MGM, we'll call it MGM, we'll exactly. call it Future yes, but 100%. I mean, you get the grand tour on the way in, you know, and you could just stay on it and come right back to the TTC. Like if that's the goal of the day to ride the monorail, don't, don't skip that loop. That's your longest monorail ride and probably the most fun. So I would say that. Fulton's got a question here. Uh, as we're recording, it's his brother Carson's 22nd birthday. So shout out to Carson. Happy birthday out in Indiana. He says... Uh, will they be bringing back the great movie ride or could they bring back bear in the big blue house at Disney parks next year? I don't think either one of those is going to happen. No, but I mean, those are the good old days, right? Ricky, those are two yeah. classic attractions. <laughs> they are classics. You're absolutely not getting the great movie ride back. I mean, there's no way they're going to be bringing that back just ever. It's done. Uh, and as far as bear in the big blue house, I mean, I know it's had like a tiny resurgence a little bit because I think it's on Disney Plus now, um, but no, I, I don't. Again, you know, I don't. I don't see that coming back either um, in any way, shape, or form. You know, I think, I think that the ship has sailed on both of those, unfortunately. So, well, they, but they, they, were on they are good. Line? They were good attractions. So, never mind. Well, okay. I didn't even hear you. I'm sorry. I said that they were on cruise line. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's it. They were on cruise line. Yeah. Anyway, Kevin's got yeah. a question. He says, "Is." There a good slash preferred seat seating area for Cirque drawn to life. So I've gone to this. Actually, I went down when they when they debuted it for a media thing, and I was like, because I'm I'm cheap, right? I'm like, dude, I'm a Walt Disney World. I got tickets to go to the fourth E. I got an annual pass. 
there's no way, there is no way I'm going to pay extra money to go see a show. I could see all these shows. You know, I could see, uh, name a show in the parks. Like, I could see Belle Bib DeVoe, no, or uh, Boys to no. Men at Epcot, you know, if they're there. Okay. I, could, I could see Slippery When yeah. Wet, you know, a cover band that does Bon Jovi, whatever. So I'm not going to pay extra. I went to this thing. Dude, I was mesmerized. I, I, I'm still talking about this show. This show was crazy. Like, these ladies on, on unicycles, it was like, they were like a school of fish. They were they were precise. They were on they were on unicycles, people. Like and they were like six of them. I mean, they could not have been. They were like the Blue Angels. I mean, they were like wingtip to wingtip going around that stage. But they were also telling a Disney story. Like it was my jaw. The whole. I'm glad there wasn't video because I'm telling you what. If you would have seen my jaw like during that whole show, it was probably, and I was probably slobbering because I mean I was just like. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Like, I got a box of popcorn on the way in. They handed us one. I didn't even eat the popcorn. I, 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 I forgot about it. Like, it was a crazy good show. And I, I guess all Cirque shows are like that. I don't know. But I was just like, this is nuts. Like, just because the whole thing I was thinking, because Mallory does, like, she does competitive cheer. And so there's, like, levels, right? Level one, two, up to six. And level six is, like, insanely complex stunting and stuff. And I'm like, these these people in the show are like level 10 and somebody's going to get stuck in the ceiling or get stuck in the rafters on these back and forth seesaw things where they're flipping. Somebody's going to get hurt. I'm hoping these people are professionals and I know they are, but I was like nervous. I was, I was scared. I was astonished. It was awesome. And here's the biggest, I haven't answered this question in that theater. I think every seat's awesome. Cause for, for real, like you're the way it's built is everybody's kind of wrapped around the stage and it's built like vertically. So I don't think there's, I mean, I sat in kind of the cheap seats I thought. And I mean, I felt like I was just right on top of the stage. I was not close, but I mean, I felt like somebody could have shot right up into my seat, like with a bad angle. It was crazy. Pam, have you seen a Cirque show in that building? Yeah, for sure. And I felt very much like you did where there really wasn't a bad seat in the house. Um, it's There's a little variance, I believe, in price, depending on the section that you're going to be looking at. So when you look to purchase those tickets, of course, if you're paying more, then you're going to get a better seat, um, period. But I don't think that you have to worry too much about that. Um, they just, they do a great job. It's really artistry and gymnastics yeah. and music and the marrying of all these things to just create these incredible shows. So. It was unreal. It was, it was hard to describe. Like I called my wife right after the show. I'm like, like they gotta be exhausted. Like I can't imagine they right? could do like more than one show a day. Like that's nuts. Okay. Last question of the day is run a little tight. Uh, Patricia's got one headed down to Walt Disney world on January 18th. We have three days in the parks in one break day. Would you keep the break there at a fourth park day for Animal Kingdom, which we currently don't plan to visit? We'll have a one and a five-year-old. I would like to know where you're staying. Because if you have, like, if you're staying at a deluxe, definitely take the down day because you're going to have an awesome pool for sure. I mean, really, I'd probably take the down day anyway. But little kids love animals, and Animal Kingdom's got to know that's your favorite park. So you're probably going to say go there. But I always say take the down day. Three days in the parks is probably enough. I don't know. I'm going to say take the down day. Let's take a vote. Let's uh, look. Twitter's been all about votes, it seems like, over the last 48 hours. Uh, good or bad. But I'm not going to resign, depending on uh, what this outcome is. Saratoga so, and Floridian Split Stay is what she said. Oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> stay. Go. You're paying for these nice resorts. Stay. Take the Take the down day and go swimming. I mean, that's, or, you know, because I mean, it's still January, but the pools are heated. There's lots to do at those resorts. Definitely. I say stay three theme park days and enjoy your resort on the down day. Okay. I'm going around the horn here because this is, we got the four squares like we're Brady Bunch. Pam, what are you saying? Gosh, I'm so torn on this because, um, yeah, I, <laughs> But I'm going to say go ahead and take the down day as long as you have park hopping and can visit all the resorts. Because I think I would I would hop a little bit on my other days. So good call, cheater. OK, Ricky, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I always cheat. That's how we, yes, That's how we roll. Of course. <clears throat> I am actually going to suggest taking the Animal Kingdom day. Uh, you know, Animal Kingdom has such a great, you know, like you said, little kids love the animals and there's 
a lot of great exhibits for the family to kind of go through and see. Uh, even though there's not maybe a lot of attractions that, you know, the, the, the kiddos can ride necessarily, uh, I, I still feel like there's so much to see at Animal Kingdom. And then if you end up leaving early, you know, because goodness knows the park closes early anyway half the time. So if you leave early, then you can go, like, split your day. So then you can have, like, the rest of the day at the hotel. Uh, I feel like that would be a good, like, happy medium. So I'm going to say do Animal Kingdom. And then I'm going to say enjoy the evening at your resort. That's a good point. She's just, like, two great resorts. And I want her to make sure she has time to enjoy the amenities. So, Scott, final words on this. What do you think? I mean, just add on two more days. Well, there's that, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, um, actually, Ricky just stole my answer, um, even with the reasoning. Um, one one in five-year-olds, I think it's great to go to Animal Kingdom. That time of year, too, is going to be a little bit cooler, so I think yeah. uh, it's more enjoyable. I do the safari multiple times, even, you know, because, like, that's my favorite attraction at Walt Disney World because it's different every time. Like, it's it's a lot of fun. And the one in the five-year-old will just be in amazement just staring at all there is to see on the, on the safari. But to what Ricky was saying, I was, like, going to say, even if you don't have park hopper, that the park closes kind of early at Animal Kingdom. You come back to the resort and you enjoy the resort at night and you get a little bit of both that way. So that would be my final answer. Yeah. So we tied. We need, hey. to take it to the, we need to take it to the listeners, Mike, for a poll. <laughs> That's right. Be our guest, Mike. Let us know what would you do. And we'll retweet it out there for Patricia and her family. No, seriously, we'll... Uh... We'll see how it goes. And I think that what that says is, you know, you really can't have a wrong answer. If you go, no. just, you know, night, enjoy your resort. But, you know, if you take a full day, that's great, too. You know, you can just chill out. I mean, especially when you're at Saratoga, go over to Disney Springs, you know, and spend some time there. Get a meal, you know, do some shopping. There's a lot of entertainment over there. Go bowling, you know. It's, I mean, it's, at Saratoga, you can go to five different pools in one day. Right. I, mean, I like, know. Just, just live it up. Right. That'd be so, so funny. So that's going to do it for today's show. Oh, wait, sh- Go ahead. Uh, Rhonda Lee is asking if Rafiki's is open. And yes, Rafiki's is open. I just wanted to throw that out there. So um, you can actually do the uh, Animation Academy uh, out there now, too. Um, so that's something to... Okay, so you are awesome because I don't know how you got Rafiki's out of what Rhonda Lee typed in there. Because I thought that said Ricky's. Is Ricky's? Oh, actually, said, is, I thought I said if Ricky's open. I know, so I was I Actually, but, you know okay. what? That's totally like dyslexic on my part and I'm not dyslexic, but I totally read it as Rafiki's. Okay, so, so good. Yeah. That's awesome because I, I missed like, the misspelling like, of it. So I'm like, I'm just, Rhonda Lee might be knocking one back tonight while she's listening. I don't know, but uh, yeah, okay, we'll go with that. No, we yeah. love Rhonda Lee and we appreciate. Sorry, Rhonda I didn't Lee mean to interrupt, but I, I that was another thing I was going to suggest was good to go to Rafiki's anyway. So I'm glad that Rhonda Lee brought it up, even though nobody knew what it was except yeah. me. So <laughs> sideways train. I mean, what yeah. else can you say? It's pretty awesome. All right, so as I was saying, we're going to wrap this one up. And uh, hope you'll join us on Friday because Friday is our traditional show. I talked about this on Sunday night. This is the show. It's a tradition in our family. Mallory makes us listen to the Christmas Eve in the new in the BR Guest Podcast Studios episode as we drive to my in-laws out in Moscow Mills, Missouri for Christmas Eve. So this is a show my family listens to every year together in the car. It's about a 45-minute ride where we exchange our gifts to each other for the year. So join us on Friday for that and take it with you over the weekend as you travel. Don't forget our podcasts are always brought to you by the magic for less travel. Let me just say here, as we kind of get to the end of 2022, I just want to thank all my guests over at the magic for less over the past year. You guys have been awesome. It's been a privilege to help you plan trips really all over the world. You know, folks have traveled to South Africa. People have traveled to uh, South America with adventures by Disney. I've had guests sail every Disney Cruise Line ship all over the world. Uh, A lot of folks have traveled to Disneyland this year, especially a lot of first-timers, just like myself. I think I got a little excited about Disneyland. I think a lot of our listeners have decided to take that plunge themselves, and I've helped them plan those trips to Disneyland. I'm very honored to get to do that. And, of course, many, many trips to Walt Disney World. So I just want to say thank you for that opportunity in 2022. And, of course... You know, we're going to do this again in 2023. We're going to make it an outstanding year. There's so many new things to experience. Of course, Tron's coming your way in 2023 at Walt Disney World. I think Walt Disney World is going to add a steam train in the coming year. I think it's going to be a new attraction. Something never been done in a Disney park. No, it's just that long that we haven't had a steam (laughs) train. Yeah, we haven't had a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You know, hey, tunnel. The tunnel is going to be the coolest attraction ever. The tunnel's going to be really cool. Let me just tell you. 
get on that train because that tunnel is new and they're gonna be like what's in the tunnel no, no. i gotta tell you how we do it in st louis this is another st louis thing because we have a, we have a train at our st louis zoo which by the way is free if you ever come to the train's not free you gotta buy tickets no, the train to the train the zoo, is. But it, the, the, train the zoo's free but we have two tunnels in our in our train at st louis and it's a little miniature train so it's real tight anyway but when you go in the tunnel you got to go ah like everybody screams i guess because it echoes it, ricky can you confirm like no i've never ridden the train shut up you're not from st louis you've never been on the train uh, no i've never been on the train in the yeah uh, you just lost no. your st louis card because that is the bad. great there's like a few like you gotta go up in the arch and you gotta ride the train I've gone up in the arch. I've just never ridden the train. Oh my God. I can't believe you've never been on this mini train. Sorry. Oh, it's the greatest thing. Anyway, that's what we do in St. Louis. When you go through the tunnels, everybody loses their mind and goes, ah, so maybe we'll start doing that at Walt Disney World. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? You heard it here first. Anyway, magicforless.com standing by, even when everybody else is just circling back in the new year, we don't play that. We're ready to help you plan a great vacation. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. That supports everything we do throughout the year. And a huge thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. You'll get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So hop on over again, patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. All right, give us a follow on the social media. Pam's at TMFLT Pam. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Scott's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. I'm at BR Guest Mike. We'd love to talk to you on Instagram and Twitter this week. And of course, no live shows for the next three weeks, Christmas, New Year's, and Marathon Weekend. But uh, we'll pick those up as we get back from, uh, well, if we all survive Marathon Weekend, we'll pick those up. We'll see how that goes. I can't make promises. It's going to be kind of ugly this year, but we're going to have fun anyway. So anyway, we'll be back again on Friday with Christmas Eve in the new in the BR Guest Podcast Studios. Can't wait. What gifts will we give? What gifts will we receive? It's going to be fun. So for Pam, Scott, and Ricky, I'm Mike. Wishing you a very happy Wednesday and a Merry Christmas. And happy Hanukkah, because Hanukkah's going on as well. Hope you're having a great celebration there. And uh, we'll talk to you on Friday. So stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.